I like the the fluffy fucking. You guys got the Tapatio shit. Yeah, bro. I got to meet him, Gabriel Glacius. Sick. We do his social media. Oh, DJ. okay. Yeah. For real? What do you do for? So you do social media for comedians. You can smoke all you want of that <laughs> shit. Um, yeah. So I like my day job is I should have figured this out. Oh no, you're good. Just you oh. can just pull it down. There you go. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Let's go. Here we go. Uh, yeah, my day job is I do um, social media for, like, comics. Yeah. So, it's like, all my jobs are in comedy, which is cool, but, like, man, it's an overload of it at a point. Definitely, dude. I, I, I feel that, dude, yeah. especially just being here editing reels and, like, just in it. But it does yeah. make you better in a sense. It does. You find, like, because my job is, like, timestamping, like, jokes. So oh, I wow. take hours and I just like timestamp them. And like that helps because I'm yeah. like, oh, they got like this many laughs in like 30 seconds, this many laughs in like a minute. And like I find the outline of like the reel, but it's all so fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I hate social yeah. media. <laughs> yeah, especially it's, the social media part. Dude, it's so dumb. Like, it's a full time job. Like, uh, yeah. Apart from what you do, obviously, for the full full-time job it's like personally it's a full-time job if yeah. you want to fucking do it yeah if you oh my god if that's all you do that's like i don't i uh, applaud editors so much because yeah. like they're responsible for like making people look good in clips exactly and, like, the timing yeah and making sure to pick the right words yeah right because one word could totally screw it up yeah or like leaving out a first sentence versus you know like leaving out a tag or something yeah like, you just make people look good and you can cut out the fat or like even, like, I mean, for my own shit, like, I mean, moving fucking lines around. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm fucking with everything I do on stage just for the fucking audience on social media. It's, like, why am I doing this? Yeah. This is stupid. I hate it anyways. So yeah. how do you kind of, like, stay in between that stuff where it's, like, you want to put the stuff you want to put out, but then you're doing it for the audience? How do you kind of balance that? I, I'm trying to find a new way to do it, do it all. Yeah. I hate normal stand-up clips. I think they're boring. I think they're overdone. I think they're hack at this point. Even if it's a good joke, I'm like, this is hack because it's a real. <laughs> like, I'm like so over it. Um, Have you seen some of the new, like, kind of reels that stand ups are doing? Like JP. JP, I've talked uh, about this before. Yeah. The puppets. Yeah. Very unique. Yeah. So, like, JP and I have talked about this a lot about, like, because, like, you know, sometimes JP's reels, like, won't pop off. Right. Like, how they deserve to. Right, because yeah. Because JP's very funny. Super like, funny. one of the funniest people I know. Agreed. And, like, such a great writer. And it's, like, I don't know why their reels aren't getting love or, like, in the algorithm. Yeah. And it's, like, such bullshit because it's, like, JP deserves to be blown up, too. Right. But, like, the algorithm is stupid. It's weird. And really so weird. it just sucks to watch JP, like, put a lot of effort into, like, writing going to mics then performing the joke and like and then like you know performing the joke and it crushing and then it taking on you know getting it on video to the editing process you know it's such a long process such for a comics. long process and then like me and jp have talked a lot about how like it's just you know stand, normal stand-up reels are boring now yeah. and so we kind of actually talked about like how jp's doing like puppets with his jokes and I think that's so sick. Dude, super unique. Yeah. Like that just alone, just, I, I gravitate towards it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I want to see what's up type shit. And yeah. I'm sure a whole, I'm not the only person. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of people, even if they're not stand up 
uh, fans are going to want to watch something like that. Yeah, it's just so annoying when JP's like, can I use your desk lamp? And I'm like, God damn it, I have to go underneath my desk and unplug it and fucking there's shit on my lamp. And like, I'm like, yeah, you can use my desk lamp for your fucking duck video, you bitch. <laughs> but no, I'm actually, I'm really proud of JP for like doing something different and unique. Right. That's, I think, what's needed. I don't know, everyone's just like, oh, let me just post a normal boring stand-up reel and it's gonna blow up. And it's like, sometimes it does and it's like, bro, sucks. This fucking sucks. This is the worst reel I've ever seen. I totally agree. I've seen reels that popped off millions of views and I'm like, where, where's the joke? Dude, where's the joke? Yeah. <laughs> where is it? Where the fuck is the joke? Yeah. It's like, it's so annoying. It is, it really is, dude. Yeah. Um, are you a fan of like sponsoring your reels and like putting money into it and then like pushing it out? No. No? I'm not a fan of anything like, like I, I don't even post reels. I don't know if you noticed. I no, don't, don't post reels and I should. But like my favorite reel I posted was um, the Kim Congdon Skank Fest video. Okay. And I don't know if you've seen that reel, but it's like behind the scenes. Yeah. And then like I do falling like, in love. Is yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. do like behind the scenes, like almost like docu style. Mm -hmm. And then like literally two lines of stand up and then behind the scenes again. Mm -hmm. And that kind of gives me like my love for like narrative shit mm. within my stand up. And like, that's what I want to do. Like, that's the type of shit I want to do. You definitely should. Because Rather than I, just normal, boring stand-up shit. Right. Rant, because reels, I mean. I, I think right now, too, a lot of people are into what comedians are doing behind the scenes. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, we see it with podcasts. Like, podcasts blew up, and it's popular because we get to see these people off stage as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, th I, th I think that if you're going to keep doing it, like, keep doing that. Tell that yeah. story. Do the behind the scenes and the behind the scenes after. Yeah. It's just hard to find somebody to, like, film you. True. And then, like then they have the footage and you don't, and then you're like waiting for them to edit yeah. it. And it's like, it's such a whole thing. Like yeah. it's so, that's why like I love stand up because you can do it alone. Mm -hmm. But I also love like acting, but you have to do that with like, it literally takes a village is what they say. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's just like, fuck, I can't have it all, but like yeah. I hate all this other boring shit, but I want to do cool shit, but I, I need people to do cool shit. And it's like, yeah, I just gotta like find my like, uh, like um, consistency with uh, somebody like that. Right, yeah. So, but maybe one day. Maybe one day. Yeah. I think start off with yourself to see how you can get creative with it. You know, do you edit? Like, yeah. Do you know oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know. I've not edited for like, since like eighth grade, seventh grade. I downloaded an illegal final cut on my no um, computer. And like, I've been using that for like years. But then JP gave me their login for like creative premiere, like premiere. Oh, premiere yeah, yeah, and so yeah. I have that on my lab, my new laptop. I got a new laptop. Hey. Shout out my parents for helping me with that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'm paying my mom back. Don't worry. <laughs> Just like she can front the money and I can't. <laughs> um, but so like that's been fun because I learned premiere in high school. So I got wow. good at that. They but teach that in high school? No, we were in a TV class and I, I gotcha. was the only one that knew how to edit good. No kidding. Yeah. You should use that to your advantage more, dude. Seriously, I with know, social media. I know. You should. I know. Not a lot of comedians know how to fucking turn yeah. on a computer. Yeah, no, for <laughs> real, alone do dude. a premiere. For real. No, that's actually very true. That's yeah. why I mean, I, that's why I started the stand-up, or stand-up, uh, the podcast. Yeah, because you right? know how to edit. Yeah, and, and like, you saw it before. I was just shooting on my iPhone. Yeah. And then just 
the editing is what like with you that's what I grew up on it's just like I found editing and that was something I love about filmmaking and then yeah. later on I got into other shit but editing is like my base dude I fucking like love editing because you can take something so shitty mm -hmm. and make it so good mm -hmm. like so good that's why Absolutely. I like truly think editors are like should have like the highest like Oscar like category. Dude, I agree, yeah. honestly, because on top of the director's division, there's a, a director's vision. There's a vision of the editor and oh, the, edit, yeah. the timing Dude. of how to doing that. Like if I didn't know how to edit, I probably wouldn't have never directed. Like the yeah. editing helped me pick the shots and like yeah, they flow. like control the film right like, when it's done right exactly. And they're the last person to touch it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that's what when I started, that's what I loved about editing. I was like the last person to yeah. kind of fuck with it. And I love that. Yeah, editing's great, but it's tedious. It's like it takes it takes a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. And so it's just, yeah, it sucks that it is a skill of mine because I'm like, fuck, I should be like abusing this skill, but I'm like, fuck, yeah. I fucking hate stand up reels. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel that. Where you, so where are you at in your stand up? Kind of like, oh, dude. yeah, we were talking about this earlier. <laughs> oh, I dude, I know. I was like, Jesse, save this for the pod. <laughs> um. <laughs> So when was the last time I was on this podcast? It was right when school started because we were smoking in front of some kids and school just oh, got hilarious. out. Yeah. <laughs> so that was like September? Yeah, September, something like that, yeah. Okay, cool. I would love to do, if I don't do this podcast for a whole year, I would love to do it at the end of December next year Okay. to just talk about where the fuck we are in our lives. I'd be down. Which would be so fun because I was like, ooh, the timestamps on these yeah. would be really fun to like see where we are and stuff. Right. Um, right now, okay, so I was probably, I've been working at the store for like six months, seven months now and like I love it it's been going great um I love the people like the work environment's awesome my bosses are great um uh the stand-up is dope like getting to open shows and like right. getting picked up to like I'm hosting this bitch Kim Congdon Sarah Wineshanks oh no shit uh, show in the main room on the 14th of January and like I just hosted on the 26th of the November I love that I'm remembering these dates yeah um but they sold it out and like it was just cool that I even got like, you know, some they, somebody even thought of me for that, right? You know, or like they thought of me yeah. for that, um, and it was like one of the best times I've ever had in the main room. Like it was the first time I crushed in the main room. Good for you. And it was dope, and like I was like, oh yeah, back of my bullshit, like fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, and then like, oh, I've just been like getting hit with like these shows where I'm like, fuck, like I'm I'm kind of bombing, but I'm not because I'm like likable at least you know mm, but like mm. why aren't like my jokes killing and then I'm like thinking about like my writing and like people every time I get off stage people are like oh my god I love your energy I love your energy and I'm like but what about my fucking writing yeah <laughs> you know yeah and like I feel like I've just been like slacking a little bit with that I've been writing um 15 minutes a day like non-stop for like I've only been doing it for like three days. Okay. But like <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's three more days than before yeah exactly so like I'm just trying to get in like a fucking system of writing because I feel a lot of pressure being at the store with like yeah that's true trying to keep up with everyone everyone's working hard everyone's very funny Damn, which is great to be around you know and like love those people I want to see them thrive too but like I don't want to fall behind right and so I've just been like feeling kind of pressure with that and like um then also like just I've never been good at writing in terms of just like English class mm -hmm. I've never been good at grammar never been good at spelling which is fine like right. every time we've talked a lot about jp but every time i'm like i'm like literally writing on the shenanigans like yeah. wheel i'm like yeah. how do you spell like how do you spell cum shot and he's like however you feel <laughs> i'm like oh i don't even know uh, yeah it's like why don't i know how to spell this word <laughs> it's so annoying um but uh yeah so i just think i just need to like 
refine my perspective on life, which mm. is weird to like do. I've been doing stand up since I was 18. Yeah. I'm 24 now. Wow. And it's like I had a perspective when I first started. I like defined that perspective when I was like two and a half to like four and a half years in. And then the last year and a half, I've just been like, what am I doing? Right. Like, what am I talking about? Why yeah. am I talking about this? Why do I want to talk about this? Why am I even on stage? Like, all this, like, uh, imposter syndrome shit. And, like, um, I think that's thinking you're not good when you... I don't know what that is. I think it's imposter syndrome. Yeah. I think I have imposter syndrome. Yeah. I don't know. Don't fucking come for me in the comments <laughs> if I'm wrong. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just am like, fuck. Like, I got to, like... Mike Falzone gave me really good advice where he was like, just take headlines of today's news and write a joke mm. on it. You'll find your perspective in that. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah, I never thought about that. Um, but I always end up writing like silly shit. Like I remember this one time there's a headline of like, um, fucking Cardi B was like drugging people. I don't even know if that's even true. I yeah. don't know if that's true. But I took that headline and I was like, Cardi B wore, <laughs> <laughs> Cardi B wore a, a comforter dress on the Met Gala stage and a man rolled out of it. It was like the <laughs> dumbest fucking joke. But I was like, oh, that's so silly. And I'm like, but what does that tell me about my perspective? <laughs> you know? Have you, have you figured that out? Like what, how do you find your perspective? Because I feel like that's, I mean, again, five, six years in, six months, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, mm. I, I'm still trying to find a perspective for myself. Yeah. You know uh, what I mean? So how, do, how are you kind of, like, f finding that, I guess? Yeah, I think when I first started, it was, like, um, when I first started, I was, like, just do it every single day, like, at least, like, hit a mic, hit, when I first started, it was before the pandemic, so I could hit, like, I'd hit, like, fucking five to seven mics a day. Damn. And I'd just, like, do it. And I'd be, like, writing. And I'd just be, like, changing every joke, every mic. Because I, I could do that, you wow. know? Yeah. Um, so I think that was, like, a big help for me of, like, when I first started. And I was, like, definitely a lot more fiery when I first started. Mm. I was crazier, like, wilder. And I, like, had stuff to say. And now, like, being almost six years in, I'm, like, I'm, like, okay. Well, like, I have to, like, look at my life and, like, all I've learned, but the last six years I've been in the stand-up community and that's been great, mm -hmm. but I'm like such in a bubble where I'm like only like thinking about stand-up, doing stand-up and I'm, and I'm living, I'm living, but I'm not like taking those moments where I live and making them into stand-up. Mm. And like then I'm losing my perspective and I think that that's my issue right now. Um, Cause like I went to India at the beginning of last year and I'm like, I have like, like two pages of like unfinished jokes from that. From India? Yeah. Oh shit. And it's like, why have I not finished those? Yeah. Like, like I'm just like trying to like, I don't even know. Like I just think finding, I think for me finding my perspective right now in my standup is going to require me to um, look back at my life, which I think I need to do. Like, I, I was falling asleep last night at, like, fucking 6 in the morning, dude. My sleep schedule's <laughs> so night. fucked up. Yeah, classic <laughs> for stand-up. My sleep schedule's so fucked up, but I was falling asleep, and I was thinking about, like, just um how, like, I want my mom right now. Mm. And, like, I think it'd be really fun to go up on stage and be like, bro, I just want my mom right now. Like, I just want my mom right now. And, like, how I would, and then I thought about, like, how I want my mom, and, like, I just want to be, like, wrapped in her arms right you know and like but every time i'm wrapped in her arms sitting on her lap she's like you're so 
bony. You're so bony. And I'm like, mom, like, don't you miss these days? Come on, I don't even live at home anymore. I'm fucking across the country. Don't you fucking, it's two minutes into me sitting on her lap and she's like, can you get off? I'm like, mom, like, you never get me. And you, okay, I'm a little bony in my ass. I, I still have a fat ass. I have a fat ass. I swear to God, I have a fucking fat ass. It's not that big. <laughs> but like, you know, I'm like, come on, mom. And then like, uh, like, I'm just, just thinking about my mom has, like, this fucking fat ass. <laughs> my mom is such a juicy, like, fucking juicy buns, dude. Like, such a big butt. And then I was thinking about, like, how when you're a kid and, like, you see a fat ass and you can't stop looking at it. <laughs> so, like, that's what I want to turn into a joke. Because, like, my eighth grade teacher, um, I can't remember if her name was Miss, Miss Dutcher. I think it was Miss Dutcher. She had the fattest ass, bro. Bro, the fattest fucking juicy buns, bro. <laughs> and like in eighth grade, like this is me in eighth grade. Like I'm straight at this moment in my life. Like this is all I've ever known. But dude, her fucking ass, like she'd walk around the class doing fucking A squared plus B squared equals C squared. And I'm like, yeah, I want to C squared that ass. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, dude, Teachers do ass. have the biggest asses though. Teachers dude. are like... Dude, in those fucking, like, dress pants? Yeah, bro. Yeah. My God. And I remember being in my eighth grade math class at the moment uh, 2012 happened. Mm -hmm. Do you remember 2012? Yeah, yeah. Like the yeah. end of the world? End of the world. Yeah, 20, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Coney 2012. Or, okay. <laughs> Don't get me started on Coney 2012. What a great year. Am I right? What a great year for 2012. Um, no, it was it was end of the world 2012, and my I was in my math class. And, you know, like, the time was, like, it was supposed to be like 1218 or some shit like that or 1208 or some mm -hmm. I don't even remember but like I just remember like me and my friend Rachel would be like in that class like watching the time tick down like hoping like you know the world didn't cave in on us or whatever the fuck <laughs> yeah. and I'm like but I know where I'm going for protection is <laughs> my math teacher's fat <laughs> ass <laughs> yeah like so like I don't know but I was just literally falling asleep thinking about that and I think it's really funny to fall asleep thinking about your mom's fat ass but <laughs> but it's relatable though that's yeah. like like my mom's told me I have a bony ass my girlfriend <laughs> tells me I have a bony ass you don't Jesse yeah. you have a, you don't Jesse I got a tuckus you have a you tuckus. I have a tuckus. A tuckus. A, a tuckus for tuckus. <laughs> tuckus is tuckus. Hey. Hey, that's a, that'd be a cool strip club name. That would be. Tuckus Should we go to tuckuses. in business together? <laughs> Let's do it, dude. We'll get our teachers. Get dude, <laughs> a fucking strip club of teachers in fucking those tight-ass office pants. Oh, my God. Writing everyone detention. Oh, my God. I would, I'm. I'm coming right now. <laughs> Wait, I gotta go to the bathroom. Can we stop this podcast? <laughs> yeah, that's actually so funny. Yeah, uh, I, I, I thought about a strip club for lesbians where it's like they're all in car hearts. <laughs> like, you know, one's got a wife beater on and it's like hot. <laughs> I'd go. <laughs> I'd go. I'd go. Just a John Deere. <laughs> Dude. Coming out of the John, John Deere. Deere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chainsaws and shit. It's like, what the Jackhammer. <laughs> yeah, Jackhammer would be crazy in a strip club. <laughs> That'd be so amazing. Um, do you think there's, because I'm just thinking back to when I was 24 and I was going through a whole, and I didn't do comedy, obviously, but was going through a lot of like life stuff in general. Yeah. So I think that maybe could have a correlation with what you're going through right now and where you are in life. Because yeah. once I hit 25, I kind of started to figure out what I wanted, like what I wanted as a person. And like I said, yeah. I wasn't doing stand-up, so I could never, like there's no barometer of like, or not, but like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. But Yeah, like my, my stand-up goals, like 
they've changed because I've I've weirdly enough like reached a lot of my goals. Mm. Where I'm like, oh shit, like not that I'm like you know some big fucking star, but right. like in terms of like when you're just starting out and you just like are hoping for one of my goals is like a show at a show a night for a week, mm. and I did that once. And I thought that that was really cool. Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, let's go. Like, oh, I'm, I'm fucking killing it right now. <laughs> and, like, that was one of my goals when I first started. Or, like, even, like, I never thought I'd be a comedy store comic. I'm a comedy store comic. Like, I'm a door yeah. guy. Like, yeah. that's so fucking crazy to me. I didn't even know that was a goal of mine. Mm. And so, like, my goals have kind of changed and shifted. And, like, when I first moved out here, I was like, SNL, SNL, SNL. Like, that's my goal. SNL was like do improv, do sketch, SNL. Like, I'm going to get on SNL. And now I'm like, I don't even want to be on SNL. Like, I mean, sure, if SNL called me up, I'd yeah, fucking yeah. <laughs> take the job. <laughs> but, like, now it's like, oh, like, it's like my goals have changed where I'm like, like, I'm not, like, just solely chasing that. Where mm-hmm. it's like, sure, in the back of my head, I'm like, I'm always chasing that. But, right. like, but, like. So what are your goals now? Like, what, what are some of the things you want to achieve now? Um, Stand-up-wise... Um, that's a good question. Because there's no cap on the the roof, basically. There's, like, no roof on goals in, in comedy, you know what I mean? Yeah. You can wear multiple hats, you can go tour. I think stand-up-wise, I just want to be seen as a fucking hitter with my writing. Mm. Like, it's not even necessarily reaching shit, it's, like, more internal stuff. Like, when I first started, it was like, I want this, and I want that, and I want to like be this and I want to be on this stage. And now it's just like, okay, I'm cool enough on those stages. But now I'm like, I want to, I just want to get off stage and somebody come up to me and be like, dude, your writing was incredible. Dude, th- this <laughs> is what I think makes you a great comic because the last time we spoke, <laughs> what, three months ago, it's like you, you had said something about writing, but you briefly just grazed over it. And it was more so just, I don't know if you remember, but you told, uh, you gave me one of my favorite notes on a podcast and it's just have fun, just be funny. Yeah. Literally, be funny dude. in yeah. your body is something yes. I have to tell myself like but even when I'm like feeling off I'm like fuck just fucking get out of yeah, here because exactly. I know you can take over physically dude I literally say that every time before I yeah, step on stage I'm good. just like be funny and yeah. that's it that's the last note I take cool. you know what I mean um, yeah. but it, this is uh, I'm glad you take to, that I'm glad I said something oh, dude, that no. could be of help honestly that's helped me you have no idea Cool. But I, I know you're a good comic because you went from that and uh, we talked about a lot about crowd work and how was that that was mm-hmm. your thing. And now you're talking about the writing and you're so focused yeah. on the writing. It's because I was falling back on my crowd work to save me because my writing isn't up to my standard that I want for myself. Right. Which is cool that I can do crowd work and I've been blessed with like surrounded to like see crowd work from behind the lens studying the greats of like the best crowd work show in LA, best crowd work show in the country, I'd right. say. Yeah. Um, I don't know anyone that has a better crowd work show. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, which is great, but like, I can't keep falling back on that. Cause right. like, dude, I want to be like, one thing that's been consistent, a consistent goal throughout my whole stand-up career, my whole childhood is I want to be respected. Right. And right. like, I want like, you know, I want Willie Simon to be like, dude, I love that joke. Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> Willie Simon is one of the funniest motherfuckers He's one ever, of my bro. favorite comedians. Seriously. Like, he's so funny. Honestly, the, I saw, the yeah. first time I saw him, I could not stop laughing. It was the first time I wanted dude. a comic to stop because I was in pain yeah. just laughing. He is somebody who I'm like, that's the type of writing I want to get Yes, to. Like, dude. he's so good. So good. Yeah. Smart, silly, S- funny. Smart, silly, funny, likable, yes, weird dude. voice. It's relatable. Like, and everything yeah, is relatable that he dude. says, dude. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like. I should watch some Willie uh, Willie Simon stand up videos Seriously, dude. to get in like the mode of like joke structure 
not even like his joke structure, but just like joke structure in general. Right. And like how he like just holds himself on mm-hmm. stage. Cause that's like something I also look for is like, how does, how does somebody hold themselves? Mm-hmm. And then, and then like, you know, yeah. It's, and it's going back to how you're feeling. It's weird how like six months, six years in five, six years in, you're feeling that way. And it's like almost relatable to me because when I get in front of like yeah. the other day, you, Adam, and Nate were there, yeah. and like I said a joke that fucking kills every time I step yeah. on stage, and I said it, and both all three of you were just like, "What?" And I was like, "God <laughs> damn it, dude! Fuck this! <laughs> Fuck you, Jesse! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's awesome! <laughs> I love that." And you know, you at the improv, and you're just like, "Dude, I'm like <laughs> dead, dude! Fuck this guy!" No, just kidding, I love you. Um, no, yeah, it, it's like it's like that though. It's like. Fuck, man, like, I thought my writing was getting better. Yeah. And then, like, I fucking pull out the big guns in front of the big guns. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is this, dude? This is bullshit. That's hilarious. Yeah, and, but I, I get that feeling of, like, everyone's up here, and my writing is just fucking down here, yeah, dude. dude. You know what I mean? And I feel that hardcore. It's crazy. Yeah. Um. So other than, like, writing 15 minutes a day, what are some of the other steps you're taking? Like, are you watching certain comics? Um. Yeah, like, when I'm roast battling, I watch roast battles. Oh, okay. Um... I'm trying to watch more comedy. I also like writing, or I also like watching, um, like, uh, fucking Veep. Like, just... TV shows. TV shows that are just, like, so jokey and, like, so fun. Like, Hacks is great for, like... It's fun to watch Hacks because... I mean, it hurts because, like, you know, they're stand-ups and she's the main girl struggling through her career and it's, like, it hurts. But, like, the, the way they, like... It's, I really like when they rework jokes in that show. Like, they'll say the same premise and then throw out, like, five different punchlines, like, mm. in the show. And I'm like, this is fucking cool. Right. I'm like, this is dope. Like, this is, like, this is sick. Yeah. Um, but, like, and, like, their jokes are fun, you know. Um, I imagine there's stand-ups writing for that show, right? Hacks? There's gotta there's be. There's gotta be. I don't fucking know, but there's yeah. gotta be. There's gotta be. Yeah. But, like, I don't know, I think 15 minutes a day, I'm also trying to write down shit that's like funny in the moment or like that I say in yeah. conversation. Yeah, yeah. Cause I gotta remember that shit. Right. Like, I have to be better about that. Cause I'm so funny in conversation. Like I'm fucking murdering yeah. my friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm like, I'm like ah, whatever, I'll remember that. Yeah, I never, never do. Remember it, you never remember it. You never remember it. And I hate to admit it cause I'm like, yeah, 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 I'll remember it. But you never fucking never, do. Never, dude. It sucks. It sucks. Yeah. Um. So I'm just trying to do that and like, I think, like, a lot of... Back to, like, my goals. I think, like, a lot of my goals have changed since I moved out here. As they should. Like, yeah. Shows you're evolving. Yes, which is cool. Like, I've changed so much as a person from, like, high school to now. Obviously, mm-hmm. everybody has. Everybody will. But, like, like back then when I moved out to L.A., I was like, fuck my family. I don't need nobody, yeah, dog. Dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and, like, then I, no. like, <laughs> like, literally, like... Not like, I mean, this didn't take me long to realize that, like, no, you do need your family. When you have, like, a good family and you're, like, lucky enough to have a good family, like, you need your family and, like, you need your siblings. You need to talk to those guys. Like, like, um, yeah, so I've just, like, kind of realized, like, how important family is and, like, how I do want a relationship. And, like, um, I've only been dating since, like, 2021. And, like, my first two relationships were dog shit. Like, truly terrible fucking relationships and now I'm like in a good relationship and it's been like we've been official for two months we've been seeing each other for two months before that so technically we've been together for four almost five like and like I'm in a good relationship and I'm like oh shit whoa (laughs) life changes dude yeah it's like life changes I'm like fuck like I do want to get married and settle down Mm -hmm. but like then I'm like oh like 
my free, you know, freedom. Am I going through all like the man phases? Yeah. Like, my fucking freedom, dude. Like, I don't need my dick sucked by more than one bitch. Like, you know, type of shit. But no, that's not true. I, I, I like my girlfriend a lot. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, so like life shit's changing where it's just like, oh, like I, I now it's like my big goal is like, I want to get rich enough to support my mom and dad when they're older, you know? And I don't think Absolutely. I knew that yeah. before when I lived in Michigan, you know? Bro, like, it, it literally sounds like what you're going through. It's the same things I'm going through. Like when before I started stand up, I was like, dude, I have nothing under my name. I'm not doing anything with my life. And yeah. like me and my girl talk about getting married next year or oh, at least shit. me proposing next year. Right. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like when we finally talked about it, I s literally for like a week, I sat down. I was like, dude, I have nothing like I'm a mm. fucking loser type shit. Mm. No, you're not. And not anymore. Well, maybe a little bit. <laughs> not, <laughs> yeah. not anymore, though. Look at me. Look at me, dude. I'm in the studio. <laughs> That's two. Um. <laughs> But no, it was like it, it. It just changed my perspective, and yeah. it's like I don't know. It once you it, maybe it's like once you find someone that you know you want to spend the rest of your life with, all the goals that you had before are different. They're different in terms of they're not as selfish. Yeah. Right. And that's what I learned these past yeah. couple months. It's like I've become more and more unselfish with things. Like uh, before, like I was what like type of things. Well, just even career, like example would be career. I wanted to be a writer director who told specifically stories about Las Vegas. I wanted to be like the Martin mm. Scorsese, Paul Thomas yeah. Anderson of Las Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. yeah. And I was so ingrained in that for th three to five years that I had missed everything that all the op other opportunities that I was mm. available to Damn. me, you know? And then, yeah. so when I started stand up and the podcast, I was like, this is it. I'm just going to go hundred percent and I'm going to take myself out of it. This right here is for the future for my family, yeah. right? Same thing with you, retiring my parents, fucking giving a great life to my girlfriend who will eventually be my wife and our kids, Yeah, you know? And that, it wasn't like overnight thing. It took months, but I was like, holy fuck, dude. Like, I really got to start hustling here. Dude, yeah. And yeah, I don't know where it's going to take me, but six months, like six months in, what, now is completely different than before I started stand up. Yeah, just say yes to everything. Yeah, exactly, That's dude. what I like learned when I first moved out here, say yes to everything. Exactly, dude. And now I'm sw swamped and too busy, but, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. hey, at least I'm doing cool shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Yeah, exactly. And, and I think maybe that's where you're at, right? Like you, yeah. start, you started this relationship and now you're starting to see a bigger world, not yeah. where it's just you. There are other people around yeah. you. It's my my girl, my friends. Exactly. Like my family. And you do such a good job though, like with even like the stuff you're producing, right? The shows you're producing. You're putting up your homies and you're giving Got them to. a platform, dude, yeah. to fucking show their skills. Yeah. Like I look at Dejan. Dejan, right? I fucking love him. Bro, like this, I met this guy before he got up on anything. He didn't get up on Comic Wars, didn't get up on Rose yeah. Battle. And this was what, about the same time, three, two, three months ago. Yeah. And now this dude's fucking killing he it, apparently dude. Apparently murdered last night. Murdered, like, dude. He did, he's done really well at Comic Wars. Yeah. Like super good. I think he's 2-0 two two at Comic yeah. Wars. Yeah. Yeah. But it's crazy. Like, dude, like, and I respect that. I respect you. Uh, I respect you for that because yes. it's like, dude, like, same minds, think alike, right? Yeah. Like you have a platform and you're giving your homies a, a, a place to be seen and yeah. I'm hopefully doing the same thing here. Yeah, no, you that's why I, mean? I fucking respect you is because you put up the homies too and like, you're not like trying to go after these like big right. comics and like, sure, one day you will yeah. do that and like get that and like maybe sprinkle in a few exactly. big comics yeah, exactly. within of like the people, but like, but like. But this is my scene, bro, this is my crowd. Yeah. These are the people that are helping me. Also, you gotta go up with a generation gotta go up with the generation that's true too huh? like you'll like people like know my friend group which is really cool and like that means like luckily all my like all the homies are like good at what they do right and like we found each other 
But like we're a generation. True. Like we're fully a generation of like almost like I mean I've been doing it six years, but I'm still like a new cat. Right. Like, I'm still a new dog. Like yeah. um which is fine, but like we're like the young generation and like which is great. Um but you go up with a generation and then it's like ten years later you're like, Oh, like or somebody's like, Yeah, weren't you or aren't you friends with her? Like, and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're friends with him. And like, oh, yeah, you guys are that group. Like, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and also, it's like, that's very um, Second City, uh, Tina Fey, Amy Poehler era of Second mm. City. Like, Steve Carell, like all those people okay. who went up together in like Chicago, I like look at. Because um, like uh, SNL was a dream of mine, or like is a dream of mine at some point in life. Or even if it doesn't happen, it'll always, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, or like a different type of sketch show if I got a chance to make my own sketch show or like I was in a pilot in April that hopefully will get picked up. It's nice. a sketch show. Um, but like that, those people all went up with their people. Like they all like made sketches together and then like got big together and then like branched off into like their own separate careers. It's right. like a Destiny's Child. They're like, <laughs> like, you know, fucking One Direction or some shit. You got to make it as a group. So, yeah, I think so. You know? I think so. Or yeah. not that you have to. But it, but it's, it definitely it's, helps. it's more fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that, that it's, too. It's way it's more, a fun lot more fun to like fun. bounce bounce and, life off of right and we see it with even the bigger comics right yeah, like there's fucking the, obviously the joe rogan click yeah right like the, the skank fast click yeah the fucking the comedy store click right, like, yeah and we're not that there's even a click there but it's just like all, it's cool seeing like working there and just seeing how like the big dogs talk to each other right. and they're yeah. all homies they're all homies dude they've known each other for years <laughs> decades fucking multiple decades like it's so cool and it's like doing stand-up is what i equivalent to what i've called working on a film set it's like you're going through the trenches like right now we're oh just god, like oh yeah. my god we're, when are we getting out of this you and even I mean? when you're out of it or you've yeah. made it you've made it you're still fucking in it <laughs> yeah yeah that's true it's such a fucked up career that people are like oh let me get famous on instagram that's why i hate reels uh, like, oh let me get famous on instagram and it's like <laughs> bro you can't even like do five minutes <laughs> it's like bro like you're not even like you know yeah yeah Polly shore uh I don't even know. I can't name drop people like that. But like Polly Shore, Bobby Lee, best selling, all saw me do stand up for the first time nice. when I hosted this bitch in the main room. And like I murdered. And like it was so sick to like crush in front of them. Fuck yeah. Because like I feel like with the cold opens, it's so hard to crush. Mm. And then you're bringing up these big comics, which is cool, but like it's so hard to crush those, you know? I mean, I'm I'm working on it. But yeah. like, and I've, I've slowly the last like few weeks even I've been figuring out ways where I'm like oh like this is what I need to do like this is gonna get me like help me fall into something better you know I have a cold open tonight I'm opening the OR and like nice. there's like techniques you can do to like not just go right into stand-up where people are like whoa what are you doing what are you doing here like and whoa, not doing not ready. and not doing crowd work because I hear if cold openers do the crowd work first it's kind of like a no-no yeah right? that's like on the road oh, you gotta okay. ask your headliner like oh like is it cool if I do crowd work? Like, how do you feel about that type of shit? Um, everybody I've been with is like, I don't care. So, like, I think that's just like an old, uh, like an old timey dude way of yeah. thinking. But I've heard that too, right. where I've been like afraid to do crowd work on the road. But um, most headliners I've been with haven't cared. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but given you should ask, you know? Right, 100%. Um, but no, like the cold opens, like, my technique is like, I got this great advice from Alex Hanna. He was like, uh, you go up there, you, you know, welcome everybody, get to, get to know who's been here before, get to know who hasn't, and then 
or welcome everybody and introduce yourself. Um, get to know like who's been here, who hasn't, and then um, let them know what's gonna happen. Oh wow! I didn't. I wasn't doing the let them know what's gonna happen part. I was just welcoming them and then going right into jokes. Oh wow! But letting them know what's gonna happen, like. Like, all right, so, like, for those of you who haven't been here before, what's going to happen? I'm going to open the show, and then I'm going to bring up some, I'm gonna bring up a headliner, or I'm going to bring up headliners. They're going to do a dope, hot 15 minutes for you. They've been touring all over the country, and they got 15 minutes for you. You guys sound good about that? Or, like, or, um, you know, something like that. Yeah. It comes out a lot better oh, yeah, of course. on stage, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, like, just telling them, like, what they're going to expect. It's like getting everyone on the same page. Yeah. And, like, what they're going to expect, do that at the beginning of the set and then maybe do it at the end because they're seating still. So it's, like, for the uh, people who are just getting sat, like, do that for them, uh, which I haven't done. Uh -huh. But I think I'm going to try that out tonight. Like, mm -hmm. take 30 seconds at the beginning, 30 seconds at the end to do that. Um, but, like, then people are, like, feel more comfortable to be, like, okay. Like, I know what's happening here. Like, yeah. we all know what's happening right. here. And then you can fuck with them. So, like, then I like to throw in some crowd work. Then I like to throw in some jokes. Then I like, you know, I like to go back and forth. When I'm in my bag, when I'm mm. in my pocket, I'm doing, I'm going in and out of crowd work, in and out of jokes, tying in my jokes to the people in the room. Like, right. that's my bag. Right. Um, so, yeah. But that's something, like, Alex taught me. And, like, I wrote it down in my notebook, and I've just been doing that for my cold opens. And my cold opens have gone, like, exponentially better. Wow. Like, so much better because of that note. Isn't it crazy just that one note and you add that to your set? It just changes the whole fucking It's nuts. Game. Like, I... I did a cold open in the OR two weeks ago, and I, like, it was the first time I got off stage, and I was like, that went fucking well. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, I yeah. had them the whole time. And it's because I set it up right. And, like, was Dude. just a team player, like, you know, obviously taking the hit for the big dogs, but, like, being a team player for the room, right. the people in the mm. room, and, like, being like, hey, I'm a human. By the way, we're all humans. We're not, like, you know, some yeah. fucking robotic stand-up person. Right. You know, like, you're going to see real humans up here, mm -hmm. and they're going to... Be funny. What, like, this may sound like a dumb question, but what are the elements that make cold opening so hard? Because I hear it from everyone that it is a hard <laughs> Yeah, thing. so, like, um, I think, in my opinion, from doing them for, like, you know, since May, um, it's, like, no, um, the big one is nobody has their drinks yet. Nobody's mm, been drinking. So everyone's just fucking not even yeah, paying every, attention. Everyone's type like, yeah. what am I? I'm sitting in sitting in <laughs> yeah. close quarters to somebody I don't know and and I don't even have a drink and I can't I can't, you know, I can't distract myself with a drink, you know, yeah. type of shit. Or they're like, Yeah, it's just like they're not like they're literally coming in off the street. And then you're like doing joke structure. And people's brains, Got normal you. people's brains don't work like that. Like if they're like, sure, normal people can be funny, but it's like they don't know how to like put it together when they're mm -hmm. not stand-ups, you know, or good stand-ups. <laughs> um, and so they just, like, don't understand, that, like, this is happening, like, set up, promos, punchline, whatever the fuck, like, right. you know, premise, set up, punchline, whatever the fuck. Um, so it's, like, they don't understand the cadence how to even, of, like, listen to a joke. Right. So, like, that makes it hard. And then, like, there's wow. some cold opens you have to do where it's still, like, light out through the, like, the window yeah. of the OR, and people are like, whoa, what's going on here? Like, aren't we supposed to be in a basement somewhere <laughs> in Brooklyn? Like, and it's like, no, we're going off Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. It's 7 p.m. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, yeah, one of my favorite, um, I, it wasn't a cold open. I went up after the host, but it was literally, like, last Friday. Alex Hooper had a show in the belly room, and um, he... Uh, 
like two people had dropped out of the show, so he just grabbed door guys to like fill the spots. And he was like, oh, like I was working the room, I sat in the room, and I was like, he was like, by the way, Miranda, you're gonna go up right after us and do five minutes. And I was like, I was like, okay. And the only reason I said okay like that is because I just sat in the room and everybody fucking hated me. <laughs> <laughs> everybody fucking wanted me dead for where I sat them. Like it was the first time I felt like people were like, Fucking, I felt eyes <laughs> on me like the whole time walking around seating people. They were like, you sat them in the back and not us. It's like, you came in fucking 10 minutes ago. We seat front to back, bitch. And so I was like, fuck, like this is the first time I have to go up in a room where people like genuinely hate me. <laughs> like not because of how I look, how I sound, yeah. because I'm a woman. Because like, your job. They hate me because, yeah, my job and where I put them and how... <laughs> I sat them when they sat and they were like, can we sit far back? And I'm like, honestly, we sit like front to back. Like if you want to go out and come back in, like that's what we do. Like type of shit. And they were like fucking sulking and they're fucking, <laughs> oh my God, it was so bad. And so I went up there and I fucking crushed. I crushed doing jokes about how everybody hated me. <laughs> and I ripped for fucking that's good. four minutes of my five and then ended on a joke. And it was so dope. I was like, I was like, because I was like just talking about how they hate me and they already knew I was on that board. And I was like, and I'm working the room. So if I bomb, I bomb the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> and they like die laughing. And I was like, this is like, this is fun. Yeah. Like, this is fun for me. Because now I'm like fucking with them in a way where it's like, I know you guys hate me, but I'm going to fucking make you hate me more. <laughs> like, ha, wink, wink. I know you guys are going to love me after this. <laughs> like, like, I know I'll get like, you know. You know, I won't be hated as much. Yeah, that's a good technique, though, to get them on your side. You yeah. know what I mean? It was the first time I ever did that, had to do that, and so, like, that was fun. It's fun seeing, like, because that's, like, a cold open, but after the host, and after the host is way easier, but, like, it's, like, fun seeing, like, all the different forms of, like, going up first. Mm. Like, I did this fucking bar show in November, um, and my friend asked me to do it with her, and I was like, fuck yeah, and I thought I would be, like, featuring for her, and I thought there'd be, like, a host me her mm -hmm. but it was like five comics and i went up first and the bar was like loud like Fuck. if the room was silent the bar would still be making noise like Damn. that's how loud the literal physical bar was and like i had to go up and i didn't i was like asking the girl putting on the show and i was like how much time do you want me to do and she goes uh just like feel it out and i'm like okay i did 22 minutes and it was like the hardest 22 minute cold open i've it was a cold open in a bar show what the and it fuck? was nuts like sure everyone had been like sitting there drinking but people were like not about comedy yeah. like they were like we don't we want to be talking to yeah, our friends right now true. and like so that was hard but like it's fun to see like because i survived it i did well i didn't i you know some shit bombed but i'd say like it was not a complete loss right you know but i was just like damn like all these i've done so many different forms of cold opens like in different locations different environments and i'm like damn i'm like a beast right now but then like i get to the store and like do the main room and they just oh so it's when that room's packed and you're not doing well <laughs> i mean it fucking sucks but like luckily that hasn't happened to me entirely but like i know i can do better in that room i just need to like try out my like what Alex taught me. Yeah. And like do that and like different rhythms. Yeah. And like Argus Hamilton has given good advice for that room that Ramsey Badawi passed down to me. Uh -huh. And it was um do like because there's like, you know, the whole main room. Right. You do like your um premise setup punchline to like that. Oh wow. Yeah. And like 
that blew my mind. Holy and shit. Then I tried to do that and it was even harder <laughs> than it sounded. Cause I was like, oh yeah, yeah, fucking easy, dog. But then you're up there on stage yeah. and there's so many people and there's so many places to look and you're just like, yeah. and it's so hard to like fucking do. But like it does work. I think I feel absolutely it feels right. Yeah, and it brings the whole room. Everyone yeah. feels involved. Yeah. That's crazy to think, yeah. dude. Like those little notes. That will just change the game for you. You know what I mean? Again, like yeah. we, I was talking about earlier. Like what helped me, I don't know if I said this. Did I talk about how Nate Welch pointed out act outs? So I have like act outs and stuff like that. Nate but I, Pointing I, out act outs yeah. is so funny. <laughs> but like I never like knew I was acting out. Like I would do it, but I never like understood the technical aspect, like w- what it does to a joke. Mm-hmm. And then he like recommended me a book, the Bible, the new comedy Bible. Yeah, he literally gave me that for Christmas. Bro, <laughs> that book is – it. Like it, it just points out the obvious. It points but out the once obvious. Once it does, it's like, oh, this is a technique that I can use in yeah. my stand up. Having something written down in front of you, yes. and it's so simple and stupid, you're yes. like, oh, <laughs> duh. Yeah, exactly, right? And yeah. it, it, it clicks, and you're just like, oh, I can do this to ev- almost every joke. And then yeah. you start doing it more and more. And dude, it, it, that book has helped me great in like the since I talked to him like a month ago. It's That's been great. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I should, I read, um, the chapter on just like writing technique. Yeah, like, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, duh. Yeah, <laughs> like, I already know this, but it's nice to see it again. Exactly, because you're so scattered in your brain. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you want to be yourself, but yet you want to make sure that you're kind of following Doing a structure, stru- some sort of structure. So, yeah. But like, um, I feel like I have my own structure. Exactly. Like, I want to create my own structure mm-hmm. and like hit that hard. But sometimes that doesn't translate with audiences. So I'm like, what the fuck? I've worked so hard on this, but like, it's just like at that point when you're like. Because you can, like, fully deliver shit and be, like, confident and, like, be killing it yes. within yourself. But the audience is just, like, not with it. Yeah. And you're like, all right. I bombed in Austin with, like, a fucking 100 you plus You bombed in crowd. Austin? Dude, I've been, I was killing it in Austin. And then I did this show and I went up two after Mark Norman. It was, like, crazy. <laughs> but, like. Dude. Yeah. like they, I was fucking in my, like, bag. Like, I was in my personal bag, but the audience was not in that bag with me. Damn. And, like, that was, like, so lame. But at the end of the day, I was, like, I did the best to my ability. Yeah. You know, like, I felt like I killed it. But, like, people just weren't with it. And that's fine. Like, and then you just have to forgive yourself and move on. Yeah. Some other good advice that I um, learned when I first started is, like, when you're bombing, stare at, like, one person in the crowd and deliver like a few sentences to them, like just in their eyes, and they'll get so uncomfortable. They'll laugh. Like, yeah, they'll laugh. <laughs> and then you, you right when you're about to say your punchline, look at the people around them, and like they'll all laugh. And Bro, this is like it'll it'll go out. This it's is supposed like to go out. It's, crazy advice you're giving me. Yeah. This is like I, I feel like I shouldn't even be hearing this like, six months <laughs> in. Cameras, dude. Yeah, <laughs> but like no, like that's it. It should it should work. It should work. It doesn't work all the time. I've done it where it doesn't work, but like I have done it where it works. And like I've seen it because yeah, I've been on stage and right. I've been bombing and I've stared at one person and then I've got people. And then I like survive and I get out of there and I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right, that sucked. <laughs> but hey, I ended on a lab, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So like that's that's another one of my favorite advices I've gotten. And just like it's fun to like play games with yourself. Yeah. yeah, see what you can do. Yeah, exactly. And I I started doing that with shows because I, I was on the streak where like for five weeks I got a show a week. Cool. Uh, which is pretty cool for six months in, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, but I was doing the same thing. I was like fucking around with structure, like what can I do? Fucking around messing with jokes. Like, oh, my opening, I'll just put it at the end as my closer, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. No, that's great. But it, it, I found like I'd stumbled on this 
thing where you go ahead, do your thing. I stumbled on this thing where I would tell a bit, do a one-liner, tell another bit, do another one-liner, and kind of keep that going. Bro, that was the best show I've ever had. It was like a, cool. a week when you guys had shenanigans. I had a show. Cool. Yeah. Um, but dude, it it this game is just wild. Like there's, it doesn't ever seem like there's just a structure to how to become successful. It's like you got to find it on your own. You have with some to. of the tools that other everybody else has created. Yeah, dude. And then you. The best comics create their own thing. Mm. Like after learning all the rules, it's like you have to learn the line to get off the line mm. type of shit. When does that happen usually in a co comedian's career? Like it's got to be like fucking like eight, ten years in Yeah, type shit. It's, it's some years in, but like I think the only reason that I have gotten the small successes that I have is because I've learned the line and then I completely went off the line. Like completely. Like where I would, dude, I did... Not this last friends and family, but the friends and family before. Uh -huh. I did a three minutes of silence. <laughs> I didn't talk on stage at all. Seriously? Yeah. I was so, because the room was just fucking ass. It was <laughs> so bad. And I went up there and I like had said a few things and like it went fine. But then I just started doing this whole bit where I'd bring the microphone up to my mouth and then open my mouth and go. <laughs> and it got people to laugh. And so I would just do like. <laughs> and, like, I just started doing, like, physical comedy. And, like, Angie Angie Stroud, after, like, the, the, at the end of the night, she was like, dude, that weirdly, like, woke the audience up. <laughs> That's wild, yeah. dude. Yeah, so I just, like, kind of, like, completely, like, threw it off the line of, like, people expected me to talk, and I didn't. And I was like, fuck you, I'm not fucking talking, but I'm going to make eyes at you. I'm going to wink at you, like, type That's of shit. That's amazing, dude. Yeah, it was it was a really long three minutes. It definitely went on longer than I expected, but like it was good to just do, especially yeah. at, in the OR at the store. Yeah, exactly. It was dude. cool to like, uh, cause like when I first started working there, I was like, I was like, I gotta like, oh, I gotta do my, my, my A material. And then like do joke, I gotta do jokes at other mics and then try to do them there. Like after I know they're good. And then like, I just realized like, Oh no, that's our open mic. Like that's like our open mic for the workers. Yeah, where we for sure get to hit it. And like, sure, Emily watches sometimes, but like, like I should like I tried out a new joke on this past Monday, completely bombed, <laughs> completely fucking palmed. But like, I got like a few laughs here and there where it was like, okay, this could be funny. Expand on that, or like do something with this instead of like the whole joke. Like right. you know, make a joke around this word. Mm. Um. Mm. But like it did suck because I was like Emily is there and like she's watching and shit and like that sucked but like she gets it yeah yeah know? of course and, and then I ended on it I was like fucking reverted to a joke that I know works and it did okay yeah yeah <laughs> it did yeah. okay and it hurt my soul but whatever <laughs> you know it's wild how that you, you can use the comedy store as open mics now dude, dude it's that's so, like wild it's like, crazy to get to that point bro it's insane because I didn't think I I don't think I felt that until like maybe one or two months ago. That's I'm crazy. Like, oh yeah, this is like like in the belly room. I feel that I've I've felt yeah, that for yeah. a while because the belly room is just so like. But when Emily watches, it's like a little bit more intimidating. But like, but it's like an open mic, like yeah. like the environment, like it's a yeah. dark, boxy room. Yeah, and yeah. I always fuck with the mirror in the belly room. I uh. always point at the mirror and I go, "Fucking kill yourself tonight," and people <laughs> laugh. And then like at the end of my set, I'll come back around and be like. Don't kill yourself. You're beautiful. And I'm like, you guys see that character development? Like, it's like so I dumb. It. I love but like it. it's like my own little bits yeah. for like the rooms yeah, specifically. Yeah. But like it's fun. and like I can only do that there. Or like when I have a mirror at a different right. show. But when is that? You know? It's like I can't take this anywhere. That's um, true. But yeah, so it's fun to like be comfortable enough to fuck around.
at the store. That's yeah. wild. Yeah, because like I saw Neil last night, and this guy just takes out his notes, and I'm like, dude, this is literally like an open mic for him. It's just wild. So sick. And dude, it's wild how I mean, he's been doing it forever, but it's wild how he comes in here. He'll talk, do ads, and then go do stand-up, and all three of them sound the same. The cadence, the way he talks, it's yeah. wild. And even when he just talks to you, yeah. like, I don't think I'll, I'm, hopefully I do, but that is, like, years in the game to be yeah. able to do something like that. True where you comedians just, are just themselves. Dude, it's, like, that was wild to see. Yeah. Well, that's why I say, like, being your body, because, like, your body will, like, take over mm. your mind and your voice, and that'll be you makes sense that'll be you like if you're just speaking that's why like i struggle with writing twos because like sometimes when i'm writing it it, it I, it's hard to find like my emotion mm. and like my emotion drives a lot of my thoughts mm -hmm. and so like when i'm riffing on stage at like a mic that i don't give a fuck about i'm murdering like yeah. i'm fucking hitting punchlines yeah. tag 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 you know yeah. and i'm like oh shit and then like i gotta go back and write that down and sure like i you know. And it never works for me anyway. Yeah. It never fucking works. It never dude. works. Or it's like, you know, it's like a lot of the time is like in the moment shit where it's like, oh shit, yeah. hell yeah, dude. But like, that's why writing is a struggle too. It's cause like, I don't know what I'm gonna feel when I say this. Mm. And like, that's why my joke on Monday at Friends and Family bombed because I was angry. And I was like, whoa, I didn't expect myself to be like angry when saying this. And maybe, and did you go with the anger or did you kind of take a step back from it? I did go with the anger and they didn't like it. Huh. Yeah, which is weird because sometimes, like, um, I'm battling between being, like, people are, like, oh, you're, like, the reincarnation of Sam Kinison as, like, a woman younger in this generation. Mm -hmm. And I'm, like, that's such a sick high yeah, compliment. Yeah, absolutely. But, like, I don't want to be just a scream comic, but I also uh. want to be able to add my, like, yelling into my jokes. And sometimes if I start off too abruptly, too mad... People are like, oh, why is this sweet girl so angry? You know, like, and like sometimes it, but the thing is, is sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. So, but it's just like setting things up right. And like, yeah, it's like I'm battling that with myself because like I want to like be able to just like talk and be real, but then also like get into yelling. And I think that's, that's how I have to do it is like be real. <laughs> Don't take a photo of my front back, baby. <laughs> I have to like be real and then like, go into like my neurotic, insanity, crazy, chaotic Miranda. Hmm. And like, but I have to figure out how to write like that. And like, that's hard to figure out how to write like that. Yeah. But there's a way. I don't there's think I'm there's, gonna figure yeah. it out and God damn it, next year when I'm on this fucking podcast, I'm gonna be a fucking machine. You should be known as a writer yeah. as opposed to doing <laughs> hey, crowd work. Hey, I hope that this happens in this next year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, no, you're fucking killing it, dude. Seriously, everything you do is Amazing. It's been it's been and crazy. It's, and you're just a fun person to be around every time. You're just chill. I, I can be myself around you, <laughs> I, unlike other comics. You know what I mean? But it's like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's because we did work before I started comedy. Yeah. I don't know what it was, dude. I don't you're know. just very I, welcoming. I get that, or people tell me that, that I have that vibe where it's like you feel like you're like my best friend from growing up. <laughs> and, and I'm like, I feel like, like I'm the you. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I'm the fucking star of your life, you fucking cocksucker. <laughs> Yeah, you've been thinking about me for years. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> but I do have that vibe, which is cool. But like that is like that's a great like thing for me to like recognize when I do stand up. It's like mm. people see that in me, even in 
in a group audience. People are like, ah, oh, that is my friend up there. It's like, yeah, like I can be your friend, but your friend's also fucking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah, yeah. Your friend's a little bit crazy. Your friend <laughs> hit a cat and didn't say anything. Like, like type of shit. Your friend hit a cat and it was still half alive and didn't go back to kill it. Like, oh my God, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that I feel like is me. <laughs> like where I'm like, yeah, I'm like nuts, you know? <laughs> but like, I feel like I have to like be real. <laughs> And uh, then get in my like neurotic craziness, but it's hard to write like that. Yeah, figure that out. Is there a certain place you want to be other than the writing? Is there a certain place you want to be a year from now? Like, do you still want to be at the store? Do you want to be touring? I mean, uh, yeah, I do imagine myself at the at the store for sure. My don't. It's a very good job. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great. I'm making the most money I've ever made at a job. Great, consistently. You good know? for you, which is cool because I I feel like I don't struggle with money right now, which is so nice because yeah. I feel like a lot of my That's life true. in LA, being young, not having a college degree, not having any real type of job before that, um, I was always working paycheck to paycheck, and now I'm like. Every Friday I get paid for one of my two jobs, and that's uh, been really nice. And, like, now I've been able to take, like, go to Austin and not feel in the hole after. Mm. But, like, I'm going to Chicago, and Jess- I'm opening for Jesse Johnson in Detroit dude, in good February. For you. She asked dude. me, and she was like, I know you're from Detroit, and I- if you want to do this with me, I get you. Bro, like, that's you know? amazing yeah. for you. And so, like, I get to go home and, like, do my first, like, thing with at Jetski, home. Dude, yeah, that's crazy. I fucking love her, and yeah, she's dope, dude. and, like, um, she's go- she's doing Chicago the next night, and I might do that with her too because I'm gonna take the train to Chicago, Dude. do Chicago for the weekend and shit, and like I get to jump on roast battle there, and like that's gonna be sick. Um, but I think my goal for um, right now in my life, I'm like I want to do road spots like like I want to go to Austin for like five days, I want to go to New York for like two weeks, I want to mm. go to um, Chicago for the weekend or whatever. But like in terms of like. I mean, sure, if somebody fucking hit me up and was like, I want you to feature for me on my headliner tour, no way I'd turn that down. Right. Obviously not. But, like, I I want to be in L.A. Mm. I want to be in L.A. and I want to be acting. Like, I mean, I love stand-up, and, like, that's my, like, uh, it's always going to be there. Like, it's luckily, like, we'll always be there. It's something you can always do. But, like, I want, like, the show I'm in to get picked up. And, like, I want to be here filming. And I want to be doing spots around here. And I want to be getting, like, my name out around here to, like, these people. Because I want to be in, like, movies and TV. Mm. And, like, like uh, I feel like if I go on the road, it's like, sure, I'm opening for this comic. And, like, obviously I'd love to. Hey, take me out. But, like, I feel like I'd be away from, like, doing film. But I definitely want to go on the road at some point with mm. somebody like that and travel the country. Just I don't know if right now in my life I want to. More so the acting is kind of like where you, your yeah. heart is telling you to go. Yeah, my heart's... I've always, I've wanted to be an actor since I was a kid. Mm. That was my, like, goal when I was fucking six. You right. know, like, like literally, like, I always wanted to be an actor. I never even knew stand-up was a thing until I was, like, 16. I didn't know it was a thing. Um, but, yeah, it's so, like, acting is, like... Um, acting, yeah, I want to act. That's wild. I actually yeah. didn't know this. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought you were just... Fully committed to the stand up. I mean, no, like you I, are. I am. Yeah, yeah, I am. I love stand up. My my stand up career goes up. My acting career goes up. My mm. acting goes up. My stand up tops mm. it. My my stand up tops that. My acting tops it one more. Like it's like crazy how it's gone up together. And like also being on stage has been the best acting class for me because I'm so emotional on stage. Where I'm like, I'll commit. Oh, I see. I will commit so hard. So it's like almost like the cameras are on you, and like you just gotta commit. You know, and like that's been a big thing for me because if I commit. 
and I'm honest, I am the best actor, I'm mm. the best actor. But if I am faking it, phoning it in on stage, people can tell. It's and crazy like, how people can tell. I still oh, like I. We, I think I've talked about this in my earlier podcast, but it now it's still crazy. And you're saying it now too. It's just it's crazy how they can tell people when you're can bullshitting. Fucking sm- smell bullshit. Yeah. I mean, like I went to the improv open mic was a couple days ago. Yeah. And one of the guys went up there. You could totally tell he was just fucking lying about shit. And it's just like, this yeah. is weird. Like It's not fun. Yeah. Not at all. For anybody. For anybody. Not even yeah. for him, it looked yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> it looks so lame when people are like making up fucking stories. And like, I get fabricating a little bit or like right, exaggerating yeah. the truth. But it's got to be in the within the realm. Yeah. You know? like And like, got to be of your knowledge and shit. And like, that's why I think people are just like doing it to like, do it because they think they're going to get famous. Yeah. And they're, like, doing what they think is going to get them famous. Yeah. And, like, that's annoying. And that's when I think, like... That's another reason why I hate reels is because, like... Stand-up is such, like, a, in, like a live thing. Mm. Like, when mm. they were doing, like, live stream stand-up shows at the beginning... When the pandemic was, like, just getting out of the right, pandemic. Right. But people were, like, going out, you know? And they're like, let's live stream this show. And I'm like, no. I will never... I'm never doing a live stream show. We'll never fucking do a live stream show. That's not how stand-up should be. That's why I fucking hate reels. It's because, like, why are we posting something that's, like, so, like, it should be so magical, you know? It just takes away, like, the magic of, like, dude, this person crushed in, like, the the fucking basement of the cellar or whatever the fuck, but it's like, damn, I just saw that bit online. Like, it's like, fuck, like, they just posted that, and it's like, Whatever, I'm just... And it's never funnier as it is in the room. Yeah, Like, I've seen exactly. comedians where I go see them first, and I'm like, oh, my God, this guy's hilarious. And then I'll see their reels, and maybe yeah. it's because I have heard it before, but even other other stuff, I'm like, oh, this probably could have been, been funnier in the room if I was yeah. in the room. Yeah, and, like, I don't know. That's just me being, like, an old-timey dude, though. Like, and I get it. I'm I'm traditional like that. Mm. Or, like, I like I like a little bit of tradition and secrecy. Mm. Is that a, the right word? Secrecy. Sa- no, sacred. Oh, oh sacred. Sacredness. Sacredicity. Sac- sacred. Sacred tonium. Sacredity. <laughs> Sacredity. Yeah. 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 I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know. I don't know. Um, but like, I like, like, I don't know. I like tradition and I like sacredness when it's modernized or like when it, when, when like, you know, it's like, oh, a woman can't be on this lineup. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> All right. What are we doing? Like, that type of tra- yeah, tradition yeah, can yeah, yeah. suck my strap yeah. on dick. But like, but like the, well, how long how long we have to say how long is the the, the strap on yeah. fucking longer than this room <laughs> okay no, i'm just okay. kidding it's it's a it's a regular um respectable size <laughs> because women don't need that big of a dick <laughs> more importantly what color is it neon green okay glow oh, in the dark. <laughs> okay. glow in the dark okay that sounds fun oh yeah it is it is <laughs> yeah but like i don't know i'm just I try not to be like too like stingy with that shit because like I'm I don't like when people are stingy with me with shit that I'm not stingy about you know, but like I don't know I like I like a good tradition. Yeah. JP's calling me. Oh good. Uh, yeah, it's because it's like it I because I was the same way not in terms of stand up but when I was in film I was like I'm not gonna do the social media stuff I didn't post for like two three years. Yeah. And then when I started stand up I was like oh my god there's a whole digital world there so I'm like the opposite of you where I'm like. You're seeing like the. The um, the goodness. In it. Yeah, You're like, yeah, oh, like the, this the could digital help. world. Yeah, exactly. Or I'm like, this could help me, but I'm fucking angry that it could. Yeah, and, and like, <laughs> I, I want to do it the right way though, because I still want to have respect within my community yeah. with com- comedians. You know what I mean? Sure. And it's like, all right, well, if they don't tell me to post, re- like, they, everyone 
across the board has said, don't post reels until a year in. I posted three reels. And then, but after the third one, I was like, maybe I should listen to these guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to 2024, just starting to do like solo episode podcasts, kind of like how Adam Ray does it. Yeah. Um, but also take that advice with a grain of salt, the posting reels three years in. Reels are so new, nobody fucking knows that. It's like vaping, you know, vaping's so new, you don't know the results of right. it. Right. Uh, yeah, on okay, your body. So what you mean. Like, like, nobody truly knows. If right. you have something funny, like. Yeah. On, well, nothing's really funny for me right now, <laughs> um, on stage anyway, but it's like, I wanna just make sure I do everything right, you know what I mean? And not, and not be three, four, five years into it and be like, fuck, I should have done that. Yeah. If that would have helped me, you know? Yeah. Cause, being 30, I'm 34 and like just seeing. Well, you're 10 years older than me. Yeah, dude. But just seeing kind of like how my life has been and how I've always been like, no, not that, not that, not that. And if I were to just integrate some of that stuff in my life, I don't know where I'd be. I mean, I'm very happy where I'm at now. And I'm very, like, I feel like this is where I need to be right now. But it's like, I don't want to miss on that opportunity, especially being 34. You know what I mean? Yeah. Being on social media almost every fucking day. What are you, a shit. fucking loser? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have? Get, get a fucking, yeah. get some kids. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Jesus Christ, buy a house. What are you doing? <laughs> no, you can't buy a house. Yeah. Yeah, no, not here in LA. Um, but yeah, dude, it's just been, everything right now, it just feels like it's made for comics. You know what I mean? Like with, with how social media is going, with how the influx in podcasts lately, like it just feels like right now, I think a lot of people are looking at comics. In some, a lot of people are in some fashion. It's crazy how much stand up has just blown up in the last two years. Crazy. It's crazy. Like, Podcast within a month, dude. I've only been here two yeah. months, but within the past month, you, there's been an influx of people starting their like doing their first podcast, and people who yeah. are influencers have like a million followers type shit, and they're only now starting the podcast, which That's is crazy. wild. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 cool. It's cool because that creates a lot of opportunities for us comics, right? Um, I, it's the downside I see is that, like, uh, I just don't like when unfunny people think they can do this. Yeah. 100%. 100%. <laughs> that's dude. just the honest. Truth. 100%. <laughs> I'm not that bad, am I? Like, six months in? No, you're. Okay. You're. I like me and me and the homies have talked about how much we, like, love you. Oh, cool. Because, like, I remember when I first saw you at a mic and I was like, you were like, oh, we work together. And I was like, I could like remember yeah. it working with you. And I was like, ah, oh, this won't last. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, it was good to see you, bro. I'll see you <laughs> fucking never. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but now you've been like, hey, I always see you at like the noon improv mic, which is sick. Yeah. Cause like, yeah. I love that mic. It's a great mic. Bullshitting. Yeah. yeah, it's so fun. It's the same people. You get to just like yeah. fuck around with friends. And like, exactly. that's such a great way to get out funny shit is mm -hmm. fucking around with friends. Um, but like, you've also just been hitting it hard. I don't know what your mic life looks at night. Um, but I've seen you working like in the day yeah. and then also seeing you like just podcast. It's been cool to see like you just go hard at it. Yeah. And like, that's really cool. Cause Got I, to, bro. I feel like people don't understand how much work this takes no. and like you have to be working every, like you have to do something every day. Yeah, I don't know where day, I read absolutely. that or I heard that. No, you but have like, to. You have to do something every day to. for your career if I, you want to get good at it. I had a homie fucking obviously saw that I did stand up and then he was just like, oh, bro, I got a new five minutes. Let's hit a mic like next week. I was like, I'm going to a mic tonight. And he's like, tonight? I'm like, yeah, like one every day. And he goes, what? I'm like, well, that's what it is, dude. Like, yeah. I'm not going to write a five minute and then go bring it and be like, oh, I'm gonna, this is going to pop off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can pop yeah. off, dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what like, you talking about? <laughs> I mean, I, I, in the beginning I did. Yeah. Right? And then, but slowly it, it but surely. You. <laughs> yeah. It, it, well, it. 
It hardens it, you. Yeah, it hardens you. That's yeah. a perfect word. It, and, and you need that in comedy, bro. Build those calluses. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thick skin. Yeah, absolutely. You need it. Thick skin. Absolutely, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'm going to wrap it up here. Great. Miranda, I, I could talk to you forever, dude. I know, right? Seriously. We didn't even get to talk about shenanigans. <laughs> Nothing, dude. But oh. no, you gave me some fucking gems today, as you <laughs> always do. Um, want to end it off on a good question here. You talked about acting, and then do you ever see yourself like writing TV shows now, especially now that you're really focused on writing? Like, is that something you ever want to do? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. I think I would have a lot of fun like creating characters and mm -hmm. like. Um, giving them situations to be put in, mm -hmm. something that's, like, in the world, in, in the real world, but out of realm, you know? Like, right. like what, what the fuck? Like, uh, I just watched um, uh, The Big Store, uh, Marx Brothers. Okay, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a 1949 yeah. film. Um, wow. Me and Luke Schwartz were talking about it in the parking lot. He was, like, talking to me about Groucho and shit, and, like, <laughs> so I kind of got into that, yeah, like, just yeah. the last few days. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to do something, like, or, like, I don't know what I want to do, but, like, that just kind of inspired me to be, like, oh, yeah, film is dope, like, for, like, like comedy writing because you can do anything and make it, like, anything. And, and like, people will believe it because it's, like, a whole world's built around it. Right. And, like, that's really cool. It's 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 a lot to write, like, that type of stuff. And it's hard because, like, you're thinking about, like, conversations of different characters. And it's like, how can I do that when I can't even conversate myself? I literally stuttered like 50 times ordering this today. And I was like, fuck, I gotta go do a podcast and I can't even talk to you. <laughs> and she was like, you're gonna be great. <laughs> it was so funny. She like, literally was like, break a leg. <laughs> so I like left and I was like, nah. <laughs> and um, uh, so that, it does interest me to write TV or write a film. I wanna write like a, stoner dumb stoner comedy <laughs> i want to do that but i also have like so many like ideas i want to write but it's just like writing them mm -hmm. um yeah i'd love to write i'd also love to like write produce be in them yeah like there you go. modern day trifecta yeah absolutely. um but yeah i don't know that feels like um like it's always like you gotta you know, get respected in this like stand-up mm, field yeah. then get respected in the acting field yeah. and then people will trust you enough to like do your own thing, right, right. which is sick, but like it does take a minute to get there. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely interested in that. I, I would be interested to see what I could create from that. Yeah. And then people will be like, you're a good writer. And I'm like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I've been saying that. Yeah. <laughs> I've been wanting to hear that. <laughs> no, I, th I, th I honestly think you're well on your way, dude. Like we'll see. you're <laughs> fucking awesome. And like, don't ever forget that the value you bring to other comedians, you know what I mean? Like Thanks. doing these things, it's like, that's one thing that I've really focused on is what kind of value can I bring to people? Yeah. And you bring a lot of value to Thank comedians you. who are being heard now and want to be heard in the recent future. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Thank you. I, I'll I'll keep working hard if you keep working hard. I'm trying, dude. I'm trying to keep up with you, honestly. Oh, that's what go. I'm trying to do. Let's, let's do go. it, dude. Let's do it. <laughs> let's well, go. Off that, dude, I appreciate you so much, Miranda. Yeah. I really do appreciate Thank you. Thank you for having me on, Justin. Absolutely, This podcast dude. is great. Watch it. I know I'm saying this at the end of it, but watch it. <laughs> um, I'll put your information at the bottom, but... Um, yeah, you know where to find me? <laughs> My titties. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> uh, well, thank you, everyone, for listening and watching again. This is Miranda Meadows. And I am Jesse Tugas. Until next one, I'll see you later. Peace.